Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin, and we're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing Chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Norbert the Norwegian Witch... Ridge, Ridge, Ridgeback. Ridgeback. Wow. Um, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Um, use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. You can also comment on um, our blog, Facebook, whatever. Wow, that was so long. Whatever. Sorry, it's late. I'm tired. It's cool. <laughs> We're good. All right. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Well, we're working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, check out the guidelines um, on our website. And if you have any questions about it, make sure to email us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, or you can hit us up on Facebook, or you can hit us up on our blog, or you can hit us up on um, Instagram, or you can hit us up on Tumblr, or you can hit us up by Carrier Pigeon, or you can send us an owl, or you can send us one of those, like, Morse codes. I don't know how to read Morse code, but I can find someone who knows how to, and then they can let us know what you said. Or you could hit us up on text. No, you don't know our phone number. You can hit us up on, no, we're not on Snapchat. You we're pretty accessible. Yeah. So I would try the first two things I said, though. Yeah, probably most best bet. Also, subscribe to our newsletter. Every week we share nerd news and links, if Robin remembers, um, <laughs> to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com, and it's, like, on there somewhere. It's on the side. It's very easy to find. I you just can don't also... know where on top, off the top of my head. It's very easy to find. You can also go to tinyletter.com slash B-G-N-O, and then you can send it from there, I believe. But either way, um, it's a tiny letter. <laughs> Get it? It's a tiny letter. Um, so um, follow us on Twitter at we Black and Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Black Girls Nerd Out. Follow us on Instagram and Tumblr, Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, okay. We have no news because it's another timeline episode because somebody had to go home for Thanksgiving like a normal person. I don't know where they do that at. Anyway, um, we can talk about other things. Sorry like, that my parents love me. My parents love me too. Yeah, your parents live like down the street though. Yeah. You're just not, you're just, I get pound cake, so I'm not really all that salty. I get monkey bread. Come at me, bro. Oh. You better be nice to me. Who is the monkey bread? shipment person okay but who also would save a slice of pound cake we are at an impasse (laughs) 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 pretty much (laughs) as as i said it i'm like "Eh." moving along (laughs) anyway well i'll give her i'll save her some pound cake if she texts me and i remember and or if my siblings don't like eat it all which is what happened last time which is usually what happens because my grandmother has magical baking fingers i don't know what that is where where she got that from, but it's amazing. Her pound cake is awesome. Her and grandmother's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. She can be a Ravenclaw, too. Yeah. She's super smart. Yeah. All she right. She might be a Hufflepuff. Um, um, it's all right. Thanksgiving, though. Um, 
So we are happy hanging out with our families separately. Yeah, separate fam. Because we're like immediate family, same family, different immediacy. Yeah, basically. Immediate? I don't know. Sure, um, but happy Turkey Day. Which we probably should have said last week because right, this is coming out. This like is the coming week out after. the week after. Tiny whiminess, man. But happy. Uh, we hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, and if you don't celebrate, I hope you just had a good meal. And you a know, good Thursday and a good Thursday. You know, the Packers won. You know, because they did. They whooped that ass. Oh my god! If the Packers lose. <laughs> It's not funny, like, if they lose. It's funny that, like, you said it. <laughs> it's funny that you realize it after you said it. You're going to be pissed. No. We're playing the Bears. Oh, okay. I don't know what the significance of that is. I'm going to assume that means that Sports you're going to win. Yeah, we're going to win. Awesome. I'm happy for you. Like, literally, if we don't beat the Bears. Congratulations for winning. Yep. Go Paco. All right. Um, Chapter 14, Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. It's very hard to say. Norwegian Ridgeback. Norwegian Ridgeback. Norwegian Ridgeback. See, that sounds You like- sound like Aminat. <laughs> Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Nor- Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Norwegian. Bayana's going to talk about Norbert. Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. <laughs> wings and wings. Okay. Um, so, we last ended, <laughs> previously, on previously on Harry Potter. Right. So, Harry, if you, as you remember, Harry was trying to be Sherlock Holmes or something and decided to follow Snape as he went into the Forbidden Forest. And then Ron um, was his Watson and was like, shit, Quirrell's the only thing we got. We gonna lose. We gonna lose. Basically. Um, but... Quarrel was braver than they thought. In the weeks that followed, he did seem to be getting paler and thinner, but it didn't look as though he had cracked yet. To be honest, that was all Voldemort. Like, I'm pretty sure Voldemort was like, oh, Snape's intimidating you? Nah, I'm gonna get, like, a stronger rain on you, and I'm gonna just take a little bit more of your soul. And so... Or, you know, he's basically got the world's biggest tapeworm. Yeah. Yes, but ew. <laughs> like, Voldemort's literally a parasite. So, there's this woman at my job, and she's pregnant, but she's, like, super pregnant. And um, I'm not good with social things. And so, she's supposed to give birth soon. And I was like, oh, man, I guess you're going to be so happy to, like, get rid of that parasite. What? And then I was like, but I meant it not badly. And she looked at me, and I was like, no, but the, see, the thing is, is because, like, babies are, like, technically they're parasites because they eat nope. your food. And they drain your energy. Does she like talk to you anymore? Does she like you? We'll see. Okay. And, like, Damn. I just I avoid her now. That seems wise. Yeah. Um. Every time they pass the third floor corridor, Harry, Ron, and Hermione would press their ears to the door to check that Fluffy was still growling inside. Like y'all, y'all, they're like way too self-important. I'm sorry. I think I feel like that's my whole beef with this whole book is like they really like think a little bit too highly of themselves. They are the only thing standing, standing between... between Snape, like their professor who has been doing magic for like a cool minute and like the Sorcerer's Stone. Come on now. So Snape is at least 20, 21. 30. He's like 21 years older than them. 20. 20 years older. Yeah. So 30 years old. Um, he's got 20 years of magic on them, and he was a brilliant 
wizard. Um, and he's not even after the Sorcerer's Stone, which is right. like a big issue there. But um, then there's Professor McGonagall, who is just a beast. She's literally the Patty's Pie of Hogwarts. And <laughs> I'm so pissed you mentioned Patty's Pie. Anyway, keep going. I mean, was it not a good... No, it's just funny. I'm okay. not pissed like I'm angry. I'm just pissed like it's funny. Yeah. So, and then you got, like, Dumbledore, who's the Oliver McQueen, um, Green Arrow yeah, of... Queen. That's how you know we don't watch we that don't show. Watch she said Sorry. Like, Sorry, we just we... watched The Flash, like, the first episode of The Flash, and that one scene with Arrow was killing me. Killing. Killing us. Terrible. Cool. The episode was, the episode was good. But that scene was like, sorry you to have Arrow to fans, but we don't do get more. It. <laughs> you have to be, be more, <laughs> so you can see more. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Y'all, like if you, if anyone who's listening is an Arrow fan, sorry. we're low key sorry, but not really. We just don't get it. I mean, you have a higher tolerance for pain than we do, and we, I we, applaud it's not, that. It's not for lack of trying. Like, it's not like we just, like, I watched the entire episode. first season. You probably saw what I didn't get that far. <laughs> I got, like, season, I mean, I was season, episode 12 of the first season. I tried. Yeah. I even tried episode 13 and was like, nah, I can't. There's too I, much good TV on. But anyway, back to my point, is that you've got Dumbledore, the Oliver Queen, of Hogwarts standing on the roof in the Allery being like, it is my job to save this castle. I must keep this castle safe and bring it back to its former glory. I must become more to do more. But Harry's like, nah, that's all right, cool, I got this, I got this. Right. And you're like, everyone calm down. Chosen one coming through. <laughs> you just like, actually have several seats. All of the seats. Um, okay, so, um, but they're also being sweet, which I feel like this is pretty much what happens every time. We like go in on them and they're like, but they're also so, so cute. So whenever Harry passed Quirrell these days, he gave him an encouraging sort of smile and Ron had started telling people off for laughing at Quirrell's stutter, which is like, even though Quirrell is, like, actually the bad guy, that's really sweet. Like, they really think that they're, like, doing, like, as 11-year-olds. I kind of see them, like, like... stand up for this teacher. Like, um, if you are, um, in a, like, a predominantly... Like, everyone knows, like, the black nod. You know, like, mm-hmm. when you're in, like, and, you know, you just give the... I see you. Yeah. What up? Sup. Sup. Keep doing you. Yep. <laughs> Do you, boo. That's what these 11-year-olds are doing to Quirrell, and Quirrell's so confused. He's like, He's like um, is Harry sexually attracted to me? <laughs> Do I need to, like... I'm supposed to be defeating him, so yeah, I'm confused. I'm very confused. What's happening? What's going on? Why um, is he... Why I'm is just he, trying to kill him. Why is he smiling at why me? Why is he smiling at me? Does he know? He, he doesn't. Okay. He's not a Ravenclaw like He's you. not a Ravenclaw. Um, <laughs> so Hermione had more on her mind than Sorcerer, than Sorcerer Stone. She had started drawing up study schedules and color-coding all her notes, because that's pretty much what you do. I don't think I ever color-coded my notes. That's the one thing, is, like, 
I wasn't at, I'm really good at procrastinating, so there are certain things that, like, I wouldn't have done until maybe, like, the week before and be like, oh, shit. And then I would study hella hard for, like, a week. What? Y'all can't see the face that I'm giving her. What? But in Bayana's room is, like, a oh. whiteboard. I hella forgot about that. Whiteboard <laughs> um, calendar that would, like, list everything. And then there's, like, another calendar. And all of those things are color-coded. And then it was, like, work, which is, like, green or something. And then, like, this class and this class. I'm so pissed. And 15 weeks <laughs> until this class. And they, well, it's not. Well, that, okay, yeah, that was all I was in school. You're right. Never mind. And they were color-coded. You can strike that. My bad. They were legit. <laughs> they were color-coded. Color-coded. <laughs> and she is sitting here being, like, I mean, like, I never color-coded anything. Like, bitch. Well, no, no, no. That was wrong. That was wrong. I color code everything because I really like colors. So, <laughs> so I meant to say, and maybe it's because of like the space I'm in now where like I try to translate like school into like real life and it doesn't work. So I have stuff that's still color coded and I don't look at it at all because it doesn't actually help me anymore. So maybe that's why I was like, nah. But I also color code everything. Yes. Because colors are awesome. And putting things in like order with like different colors. Is really pretty. I did this thing that made me so happy. I pretty much am her. I did this thing that made me so happy. So on my team, there was like I was trying to coordinate like um, things that we needed to do, and it was like between me and then this guy and another girl on my team. So I literally texted Bayana because my primary color skills were off because I'm not feeling good. I remember that. I was like, I was like, you should see my face. I was in there like. What's happening? I was, she was like, I'm like, does blue and green make purple? And I'm like, no. Like, Granted, like, I went to a Montessori school and we spent like a couple weeks on primary and like secondary colors. I knew it sounded wrong, or, but also I, I was like really tired. It might be. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, I think it's secondary. I knew it sounded wrong, but like it also seemed like it could be right. right. And then I was like, what makes? And she's like, green isn't a primary color. And yeah. I was like, and what makes green? But anyway, I like so I it was like up, she was having like well, it was like she was high. And she was yes. like, bruh. I can't. And I was sitting here like, dude, I need you to. I can't. I I've lost it. I lost primary colors for a second. But anyway, I sent out this email and it was color coded and the boy thing was in blue and then her thing was in yellow and then the things that we needed to do together were green <laughs> and I was so happy and then I was like, give it, give it. No one got it. No. But I got it. That's all that matters. Okay, so they're color coding their notes. So I feel like that was like we're in the all of that to say that I pretty much am Hermione. My bad. Yeah, I retract everything I said before that. She tried to act. She she tried it. I tried to be cool. Yeah, I don't want to be cool. I just want to be me. You just want to be me. I did that in the Aminata voice. Okay, (laughs) so can someone please tell me the twelve uses of dragon's blood? GTS. Uh, GTS. I don't think that they've ever said all 12. Um, so Hermione is like a dictator though and I love that Ron is like stop nagging because it's not a good look but they will thank her for it later. Cause they I was will... right about to say I don't nag but I nag you all the time so let me stop. <laughs> At least you know you do because I'm always like does she know that she's nagging? No and that's and the thing is, is and like, on Sunday, my problem is that I'm really aware of how I am but I also can't help it. And I'm like, so I'd be sitting I'd be like sitting text messages and I'd be sitting there like I know I'm like getting on her nerves but I can't help myself. Don't forget your Doctor Who. Did I you mean, do it? I'm like did you do it? Did, did you, you do it? it? Did you do it? 
But low-key, because, like, sometimes you be forgetting. I know. So, that's why. But I do nag. I'm not even gonna lie. I do. But it's football. And I feel bad as I do it. I hope that maybe that'll make you feel better. That makes me feel bad. I do feel bad. I'm not just sitting there well, like, I'm not feel... her shit. Then I'd be like, I know this is like the second time I've texted her today. I know. And I also know, I'm like, I'm like, maybe she doesn't realize that she's bothering me. Oh, no, I totally realize Because it. she doesn't realize that, like, I am deep into this football game right now. And she's just like, did you do that thing that you were supposed to do? That you said you were gonna do? You know you said you were gonna do that thing. Right. And I'm like, I like how you I'll tried get to, to it. I like how you tried to do it to me. Um, what was that? I think that was on Tuesday where you were like, post? And I was like, got you. Got you. But I appreciated it. No, I totally know. No, what but you know why? And I feel bad. But then I'm like, but I have to know. No, so this I is why. Like, this is why I did the posting. Our posts go up. You guys should know this because you should be reading our blog because our blog's pretty awesome. Our posts go up Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11. And every Tuesday... At like eleven oh one, I get a text from Bayana that says "post is up." <laughs> Cause we used to do that, and then we stopped. And so then, for some reason, I just do because, it because I'm like, I don't have anything else to do. Because but. you know why we stopped? Because every Tuesday and Wednesday at eleven, it happens. It yeah, happens. Right. We were, I think, because we were really excited when we first started. Yeah, we were like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then, yeah, now it's just like a thing. I'm like anal as fuck, bro. Like, but I then just, she didn't text me post as up. But I'd be procrastinating. What was I doing on Tuesday? I don't know, but you didn't text me. That made me. Made I me. think I was doing something. I think I was like, I think I was. Bit, sometimes I'm like actually like in the middle of doing something, so I forget to like. It actually made me sad, which was funny because <laughs> I always laugh at you when you do that. Well, another thing is like every other Tuesday, I roll my eyes. I literally roll my eyes when my phone goes off because <laughs> post is up, and I roll my eyes at you. And then this Tuesday, it was silent, and I really it was like eleven oh one. Maybe I was like working eleven oh five, eleven ten. So then I it's like post. Well, I think also it's because I think I think the other thing is like to remind because sometimes you're not on Twitter at. That times so yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm just, sure, I know, obviously. I'm not always on Twitter. I'm not. Sometimes the only reason, the other thing is that because we tag ourselves when we do like the thing. So at eleven, I get, get a that. notification that it, the tweet is up. So really, it's tweet is up. Not <laughs> post is up. Anyway, I'm anal and I nag people. It's cool. Um, I know that I do it. I'm working on it. I it's not it's, working very well. I'm working very slowly on it. I think it's. Pretty funny. Um, so, 12 uses of dragon's blood. Practicing lawn movements. Moaning yeah, and yawning. Say, it doesn't really say what it is. I um, it yeah, I don't think she has 12. Um, oh, wait, hold up. Oh, she did reveal them. Okay. Oh, all 12? Uh-huh, apparently. Hold up. My, Let's do this. Uh, just give me a second. Internet is spotty. That's why. I, it's weird because every time I turn it off and turn it back on, then it works. And then I have to do it like every time I go to I should room. rename my internet. Oh, guys, you'll like this. My internet network is, my Wi-Fi network is named the Flu Network. It's very clever. It is very clever. It was, like actually, it was like you were waiting on them to, like, react, but nobody's no one, yeah. I mean, they're listening, but they're not. But um, what makes it even more clever is what my password is, which is what I won't, I won't tell you guys that. Oh, yeah. Because no. it's, like, not cool. But. <laughs> everyone get into the Flu Network. Everyone can get into the Flu Network. Um, okay, no, it says she hasn't. But there are a few known uses um, as an oven cleaner, a spot remover, um, cures diseases, and uh, red ink, and a potion strengthener. That it's is like disgusting. Five or six. You're going to clean your oven with blood? 
Yeah. A spot remover with blood? That is gross. I mean, it's magical, so... You clean your oven with blood? You cook in there. <laughs> I don't know. It's magical. The fuck? That is disgusting. Get some, get some, t- t- like, pine salt. You don't clean your oven with pine salt. Get some... 409. Some Lysol or something. Lysol. I mean, maybe they, maybe it's magical Lysol. Maybe Lysol doesn't work on magical spills. Maybe they be... I'm not eating no magical food. Whipping it up in the kitchen. I don't know. Ask Molly. Molly Wobbles. She probably got some, like... <laughs> In her cupboard. That is nasty. That's hella funny. There's gotta be a better way to clean your oven. There is self-cleaning ovens. Don't tell me magic ain't real in the real <laughs> world. There is self-cleaning ovens. And you don't use any blood to do it. You just That's true. hit a button and it smells really badly. And you go outside because, ugh. And then you come back and your oven's clean. And yeah, there's no, there's no blood. Okay. Um. Anyway... But, okay, okay, I think the other thing, again, I think the difference between me and Hermione is that I procrastinate. Maybe I don't procrastinate as, well, no, I I don't know. Maybe I don't procrastinate as much as, like, other people, but I'm definitely not, like, trying to study. I'm not trying to study 10 weeks before an exam and then wishing I'd started a month before. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm not even thinking. That's, like, a whole last semester. I'm not even thinking about that exam. Um, so. the other thing that you have that Hermione doesn't have is that you would have just been like, all right, time to study, and then Ron and Hill be like, where'd Bayana go? Right. And Bayana like, that's was, on you, That's bro. on y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. Bye. Be like, you want to go I'm not your mother. Stone? No, I'm going to go study. <laughs> and then maybe like, oh man, I don't know what I'm doing three days before. Well, oh well. That ain't, that ain't about yeah, me. So Harry was looking uh, up Dittany and 1,000 magical herbs and fungi. Oh, wait, Dittany. You know, like the essence of Dittany and that helps Ron after he gets splinched? Yeah. Yep, shout out to that. That was random. I just made a little note. <laughs> okay. It's cool. Um, but yeah, essence of Dittany. And then they see Hagrid. Hagrid, what are you doing in the library? Hagrid shuffled into view, hiding something behind his back. He looked very out of place in his moleskin overcoat. Just looking. And what are y'all lot doing up here? He said, suddenly suspicious. You're not still looking for Nicholas Flamel, are you? You talk about how he's try- being hella suspicious, but like trying not to be seen, but he's big as fuck. Like, just act normal. I mean, he's. I know he's not good at that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like telling me to act normal, right? It's like telling Luna to act normal. Well, no, I feel like Lu- well, Luna's normal is different. I mean, like Hagrid's normal is different. No, but that's not his normal. Is what I'm saying. Act yeah. your normal, not normal. Like I want you to be like normal isn't like societal normal. I mean, normal isn't like how you regularly act. You don't walk around with stuff behind your back looking all shifty. Well, you don't, you're not in the library. That too. I mean, I'm sure he goes to the library though. Like, you know, for other things. He's a gamekeeper. Yeah. To deal with like magical creatures. But this whole thing like bothers me so much. So, oh, we found out who he is ages ago, said Ron impressively. And we know what the dog's guarding. It's guarding the sorcerers. Like, Ron, y'all been whispering in the great in the uh, common room for like a cool minute now. Now you're going to say it hell loud in the library? Come on. Don't go shouting about it. What's the matter with you? And also, you're in a library. Shush. Yeah. It's quiet in there. Silence in the library. So, um, Haggard's like, listen, come and see me later. And I'm not promised that I'll tell you anything. But don't go rabbiting about it in here. Students aren't supposed to know. They'll think I've told you. See you later. What was he hiding behind his back, said Hermione. Do you think it has anything to do with the stone? 
I'm going to go see what section he was in, said Ron, who had enough of working. Mind your business. Like, that's another thing. It's, like, it's also just, like, bad friendship, the way that they, like, do Hagrid, which is, like, the fact that Hagrid has a friendship with these three 11-year-olds is already kind of weird. Um, I, have, I have things about that later. Okay. Um, and, but, I mean, I get it from his point of view with Harry, which is, like, he doesn't have a family, and I want to be kind to him and, like, older brother-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Harry brings along Ron and Hermione. But it should be also very clear, like... I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an yeah. adult. Like, even, like, me and Ami, we have a friendship. She won't ever acknowledge that in public, but... Unless I'm not around. If I'm... Man... No, yeah, when because when you're not around, you mention Robin. She has the biggest grin. It's like I get to see Robin. I love Robin. Robin's my friend. And then you are there around. She's like, I don't want to see you. We're not being friends. She's so mean to she's me. She's holding me. But that's how she is like a lot of people. To be honest, she's just fake. It's cool. Good, she'll but get over still, it. she'll get over. But anyway, but like, or she won't. She'll just be like the shadiest person <laughs> ever. In life. That's cool too. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so like me and Aminata have like a friendship, right? And we like do things or whatever. But then when I say don't do that, and she looks at me and she does that, like, oh, but I'm cute, right? And I'm like, but I'm grown, right? And when I tell there's you, there's still like a boundary between, yeah. and like, and like, um, yeah, there's like a boundary, yeah. And there, there's I, no real boundaries between them and Hagrid. Yeah, and Hagrid is like. I mean, you can see him, like, try to do it, um, but he's not good at it. Mm-mm. And he's like, they'll think I told you. It's like, no, I told you that. It shouldn't yeah. be that. It should, it should be, be like, I already told you not, not to, look to look for the Sorcerer's Stone, so why are you still looking for it? And if you, if I see you guys looking for it again... I'm going to tell Dumbledore, or, like, no, you're like, going to be you are in detention, in or detention. something. Yeah. I don't like, know if he can put people in detention. But I mean, but I'm... can, then he should be able yeah, to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that he would be like, okay, I'm going to need y'all to go see McGonagall, and McGonagall could put him in detention. You know what I mean? But there should be, like, some sort of, like... And, like, even when he becomes a teacher, he's not very... There's, like, a moment, I think, where he, like, blows up at Harry, but he's, like, low-key drunk. That's the other thing. How are you going to be yeah. drunk around... Never, never mind. Um, He's, like, low-key drunk... But that's but also, like, like, it's too far by that point. Exactly. Their relationship's too By the time you're the gone. teacher, you can't then try to, like... Reel it back. ...add some authority to that. You can't then try to act like an adult. That's, like, parents who, like, let their kids do everything and don't set any boundaries, and then two seconds later, when they do one thing, they try to, like, you're grounded, and the kid's like, huh, you thought. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? You haven't done anything to, like, reinforce that. Or it's, like, a whiplash again when you do, like push back, it's, like, with Dudley, like, you know, remember when, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, like, Dudley couldn't get to the, uh, letters, and it was, like... A mind, it was, like, uh, mind-blowing. Yeah. Was like, I'm being abused. <laughs> like, yes. And you're, like, nah, you're just what? having some discipline, but, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. How so, to learn boundaries? He definitely needs to learn boundaries. So then, Ron goes, dragons, Haggard was looking up stuff about dragons, Look at these. Dragon species of Great Britain and Ireland from eggs to inferno, the dragon keeper's guide. I need that book. All right, just... You keep going. I just need that book. It's cool. Just get it out. No, it's... You're good. I just was saying I need that book. If I'm going to have a dragon, I need to know how to take care of it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Great. I'm not going to have it in a wooden house. We're going to get to that later. I'm going to be smart about it. I'm just saying... 
if I'm going to take care of a dragon, there are books, clearly, that can help you figure out how to take care of them. I want to be, like, a really good friend to the dragon, and that's cool, and then they'll let me, like, ride around in it and, like, flame white, white supremacy and stuff. That'll be great. So, you know. That's all your dragon thoughts. No, but that's all of this for now. You sure you don't want to just get them all out right no, now? No, I'm pretty Because I'm looking at cute little pictures of babies. I'm totally fine. All right. Whew. Hagrid's always wanted a dragon. He told me the first time I've ever met him. But it's against our law, said Ron. Dragon breeding was outlawed by the Warlocks Convention of 1709. And this is what I highlighted, underlined, and said. Ron remembers that. That's how real. He's not dumb. He's fucking lazy. He's just lazy as fuck. You remember the Warlocks Convention of 1709? <laughs> probably, it's probably because it has to do with dragons, though, to be honest. And Charlie, but... Yeah. Dragon breeding? Like, the, <laughs> why did her... Why, why is that not a Hermione line? <laughs> That's how real. Dragon breeding was outlawed by the Warlocks Convention of 1709. Everyone knows that. Does everyone really know that? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone, everyone knows, knows that, that was outlawed, outlawed. But, like, specifically what convention and in what date? Probably not. Her mind remember, she read it. Remember the Warlocks Convention? Yeah, which one? Right, I don't know. Uh, that one, that one time that happened. 1822? I don't know. What? When did the United States declare um, war on Mexico? Um, it was, I actually probably know this because I just took a class on the history of California like last semester. Um, it was like 1824, I want to say. When did America... That might not be right, totally, but it was 1820-something. When did America in Prohibition? Wasn't that like... Maybe it started in 1919. I don't know. 1919 was like women's rights. I don't know. Fuck. Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know what happened. <laughs> Dragon breeding was outlawed by the Warlocks Convention no, of 1709. I think that's when they started, started it. Yeah. yeah the 20s when it was during Prohibition. Yeah. Yeah. See? But that was the point. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. Because. I know what happened. That's great. Yeah. Because that's not something that you keep in your brain. No. Because. For why? Also because American history is taught in, like, a terrible way. Maybe if it had been about dragons, I'd remember. Just saying. <sighs> okay. But there aren't wild dragons in Britain, said Harry. Of course there are. Common Welsh green and Britian blacks. The Ministry of Magic has a job hushing them up, I can tell you. Our kind has been putting spells on muggles who have spotted them to make them forget. That seems like a more, like, Ron thing to know because his dad is in the ministry. And his brother works also, dragons. Right. And also, that's some everyday... That's, again, with, like, the everyday wizard stuff that's just bizarre as fuck. Like, you gotta mm. deal with dragons and, like, making sure the muggles don't notice them. Like, come on now. That's... I want... I actually don't want that job. But that's just, like, interesting and super random. But it's also just kind of weird because... How do you hide... I mean, obviously it's magic, but, like... Why would you hide them? You're just like, fuck, dragons exist. Like, right. that's like that's a job that's way too dangerous. Fuck it. Dragons exist. Right. Stay away from them. But maybe because they're magical, technically. I don't know. When do they, like, how do they decide what's magical and what's not? Because, like, I get, like, some have, like, yeah. magical properties. But, I don't know. People are, like, we're, like, discovering new species of animals, of, like, animals and like insects and shit all the time so you 
discover an ash dragon is like which, a, you're, which you're, what we were talking about like yeah. when a couple couple episodes ago like you just discover it and you're like all right that's strange but it's a new species that we have you find a dragon you're like all right there's i mean there's so many like ash myth, there's so many myths and like yeah. things about dragons in like the muggle world that i'm pretty sure dragons existed because they came up they come up in like a bunch of different like cultural like myths and stuff i like low-key think that they were basically like pterodactyls or something. Like, from that yeah. line. Yeah. Some, exactly. Like, I feel like they existed at some point, yeah. for sure. Um, but, yeah, so if they still existed, why hide them? Just be like, alright, stay away from that mountain. Let them have their gold. Leave them alone. It's cool. Like, you know that? Dragons hoard gold. I read that book on dragonology. <laughs> Also, that's like the whole thing about Smaug and The Hobbit, which you've never seen or read The Hobbit, so never mind. It's cool. Oh, I told you I'm going to do that. Yeah, you did. I'm very excited. Yeah. So, I never read, or I never watched Lord of the Rings. Oh, I've never read the, Who's read? I never watched Lord of the Rings because I <laughs> was a, going to read them. No, it's cool. I was going to read them, and I didn't want to spoil myself. But every time I tried to read those goddamn books, I would get bored. It's impossible. And they were deep and whatever. And then... My friend, and this is one of those things where sometimes your madness only hurts you. My friend, my best friend, Peruvian, she gave me dragon pox. Um, she has yet to, like, fully read Harry Potter, and she's only watched them. And so, out of spite, I wasn't going to watch Lord of the Rings movies because she really liked them. But I doubt she even knows that that, that boycott is still going on because it started like that, literally like tenth grade. When I remember when you told me that, I was like, "Why would you ruin yourself? Like, why would you ruin your own life yeah. to get back at your friend? Yeah. That's deep." Lord of the Rings trilogy Thank is you. amazing. We can watch it over a break. I also don't like Peter Jackson. So okay, I don't really want to have like a whole ass conversation about Lord of the Rings when we should be talking about Harry Potter. The Hobbit was low-key unnecessary. They should have just made, made it one movie, and it would have been amazing, and that would have been great. Like, the first installation was great, and then it started being to the point where, like, you're just making shit up. Um, the the first original trilogy is amazing as fuck, and it's long, but it's worth it. And I'm going to watch it again over winter break at some point. I don't know when. I'll figure you're it out. You're an adult. You don't get winter break. I do, because my office closes for two weeks, because we work with kids. So, they knock on the door to the gamekeeper's hut about an hour later, and they were surprised to see that all the curtains were closed. Hagrid called, who is it, before he let them in, then shut the door quickly behind them. Back to boundaries. If you are smuggling in legal dragon, the kids... Don't bring the 11-year-olds. That's like... Sorry, that was the thing I was going to talk about. Yeah, but... I'm going to wait a little bit longer, because it's not quite... I'm not quite there yet. But it it should literally be rule number one. And also, it's like, it's a fucking dragon that's not safe. And like I know, that as much as yeah, as much as I love dragons, you still can't. I wouldn't bring around. I wouldn't bring around my sister. Fuck, not unless I knew it was like gonna be cool. Like we gotta have a rapport. We gotta be like cool before you can bring you around my family. I'm sorry, and that's like for anybody, but all, especially a dragon, because I don't want anybody to like send fire to my house or to like. My family's cool. I don't want. My, I don't want Robin's house to like catch fire. That'd be rude. Like you could bring your dragon into my home. Well, like the entire apartment. It doesn't have to be inside. You can still set fire to it without coming inside. You guys, this is times like this when this needs to not be a podcast. It needs to be like a visual medium. Because <laughs> words can't. So, 
because they can't, and I can't. All I'm saying is that Hagrid is going about this in a terrible way, especially bringing in three 11-year-olds into this. It doesn't make any sense. He's a problem. Um, so, basically, Harry, they're like, they're trying to figure, they're trying to figure out why it's hot as fuck in Hagrid's house, but at the same time, they came for the Sorcerer's Stone. So, Harry's like, we were wondering if you could tell us what's guarding the Sorcerer's Stone apart from Fluffy. Why the fuck does it matter? It has nothing to do with you. Go about your business. Learn some magic. You don't even know any spells yet. What the heck? You know, like, two spells. Of course I can't. Number one... What are you gonna do? I don't know myself. Number two, you already know too much, so I wouldn't tell you if I could. That stone's here is for a good reason. It was almost stolen out of green in the guts. I suppose you've worked that out and all. Beats me how you even know about Fluffy. Like, no. The correct response is, motherfucker, I wish you would ask me about that goddamn stone Womo again, because if not, I'm gonna make you go out to the Forbidden Forest, get a switch, and I'm gonna show you. Okay, maybe not a switch. Like, you got real... He's not their parent. He's not their... Also, he's... Or, like, his grandma from, like, the 60s. Probably is, not a switch. This is when Hagrid needed to turn into a black grandmother and say, I wish a motherfucker would ask me. I wish <laughs> a, a motherfucker would ask me about a damn stone one more again. You got one more time. You got one more time. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand either. Um. Okay, so then they're like, oh, come on. Oh, Hermione. Hagrid, oh, you might on, not Hagrid. want to tell us, but you do know... But, you know everything that goes on around here. Like, she just starts to butter him up real quick. In a warm, flattering bo- voice. We only wondered who had done the guarding, really. We wondered who jumped, who Dumbledore had trusted enough to help, apart from you. Which is like, okay, yeah, we get it, Hermione. You're smart as fuck. But also, like... With great power comes great responsibility. Right. And also, like, Hagrid, why are you letting this affect you? You're a grown-ass man. Okay. That's it. Well, I don't suppose it would hurt to tell you that. Yes, it yes, would. Yes, it would. Why do they need to know? Let's There's see. There's literally no reason for them to be in this conversation at all. He borrowed Fluffy for me. Then some of the teachers did some enchantments. Professor Spout, Professor Flitwick, Professor McGonagall, Quirrell, Dumbledore did himself. And oh yeah, Professor Snape. Snape? You're not still going on about that, are you? Snape helped protect the stone. He's not about to steal it. And while you're correct, Snape is not taking the stone. Quirrell helped protect it. So that logic is faulty, but Coral anyway. probably have protected before he had a parasite in the back of his head. Maybe, but even no, because nope, he did. He, he already did. had it. Yeah. Yep. Um. So then, oh Harry, you're the only one who knows how to get past Fluffy, aren't you, Hagrid? And Harry's all anxious. Why the fuck are you anxious? What are you going? I just. What are you going to do? And you wouldn't tell anyone, would you? Not even one of the teachers. Not a soul knows except me and Dumbledore. Well, that's something Harry muttered. Hagrid, can we have a window open? I'm boiling. Can't, Hagrid. Harry, sorry. You know, just glance out of the fire. Um, and then they notice a huge black egg in the fire. Um, and... And Ron's like, where did you get it, Hagrid? It must have cost you a fortune. Won it, said Hagrid. Last night, I was down in the village having a few drinks and got into a game of cards with a stranger. Why? Think he was quite glad to get rid of it, to be honest. And I mean, I get it. Um, like, these, like, part of Hagrid's character is him, like, not really being responsible, um, and having, like, a problem, like, he trusts people too easily, he, like, has a habit of running his mouth, especially when he's had a couple drinks in him, 
So I get it. But also, if you have like, is, I mean, you're an adult, so yeah, you can talk to strangers, but like, be cool. Like, you're really gonna buy a dragon egg off a stranger? Can you buy it, you want it. Or want it, whatever. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he's not going about it in the right way. I understand his there's a There's a right way to go about. I still have to do research. He, he did not research it before he decided to get this dragon egg. He needed to read some books and have a game plan before he went to get the dragon. Instead, he was like, oh, my dragon. Oh, shit. I don't know how to take care of it. Let me go to the Hogwarts library. Like, nobody was going to notice that he was getting books on dragon eggs and how to hatch a dragon. Come on, Hagrid. Step your game up. Step your game up. If you want a dragon, you gotta like, you gotta have that mentality, you know? You can't just be like, oh, you can't spontaneously win a dragon egg and then think like, oh, it'll be cool. I live in a wooden hut. That's fine. No, you can't do that. You really gotta have a plan. Maybe like befriend like an actual dragon first and then they can like help you out. I don't know. I haven't done the research. I'm gonna do the research first. I'm just saying... He was not going about it the right way. Robin, you can stop passing out and looking side-eye or whatever. There are not enough faces to palm. I can palm my face. I can <laughs> no. palm your no. face. There are not enough. I don't have enough palms. I don't have enough faces. <laughs> I dreaded this chapter so much, guys. Why? So I'm just being real talk. I'm just saying, like, I'm not being false. I'm I'm being real. I'm just being real. That's all. Hermione asks the question, "What are you gonna do with it when it's hatched?" And Hagrid says he's been doing some reading. Not enough. Got dragon reading for pleasure and profit out of the library. It's a bit out of date, of course, but it's all in here. You keep the egg in the fire because their mothers breathe it on them. See, and when it hatches, feed it a bucket of brandy, mix of chicken blood every half hour. It was blood. That and like, I'm sure. I guess maybe when they're like with their mom, maybe they like. Get where do they get the brandy? Like, from? Yeah, I was like, where? They, that's real specific. Where do they get this brandy? Do they like, like go to the store? <laughs> maybe dragon milk is kind it's of like brandy fermented. Or I don't know. Yeah. And see here how to recognize different eggs. That what I got there is a Norwegian Ridgeback. Norwegian Ridgeback. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're rare, them. That's cool. Hagrid, you live in a wooden house. But Hagrid wasn't listening. He was humming merrily as he stoked the fire. Dude. So now they have to worry about Hagrid while they're worrying about the stone. Do you? Which, again, first of all, you don't really have to worry about Hagrid. But then I get it because, like, Hagrid's their friend, and, like, I get it. I would worry about my friend if they were, like, doing some illegal shit. But I'd also be like, that's on you. You shouldn't be doing illegal shit. And then I'd just leave it. But I'd still worry. So you'd worry about your friend if they wanted a dragon. No, I would worry about them if they were not going about it in the right way. And illegal shit, as in, like, if I knew my homie was, like, selling drugs or some shit, I'd be like, um, I don't need to know anything else about it, and I hope you don't do it, but if that's what you gotta do... That's what you gotta do. I'm worried that you're gonna get arrested, but I'm not gonna have any part in it. The whole thing with this is that they take it upon themselves, and that's what they. And I feel like that's what they do without with, throughout this entire book. And like in the future, although technically that's a little bit more like they don't have as much of a choice, but like they take on other people's problems and like 
really internalize it to the point where it becomes their problem and then they have to fix it and it's like nah you really don't it's not like yes. it's not your issue and so they haven't made a choice right and so at a certain point he's an adult and you should just let that be like that needs to be his choice and he needs to figure out a way to get to do it as opposed to as we see him relying on them to help him out like that it should not be they shouldn't be stressed it's also just like, kind of weird because like how what was your plan like that's what i'm saying he didn't have a plan like in all seriousness i went on that whole thing the, was he but he didn't have a plan forest? it gets bigger and then what do you do people are going to notice you have a dragon they're going to notice school. that a dragon lives in, a, in the forbidden it's forest it's in your house there's like shit burning down all the time somebody's going to find out the professors aren't going to be happy with the dragon being in the forbidden forest the centaur sure as hell ain't going to be happy about no, it. No, nobody is. You're going to get arrested and taken to Azkaban, and then you're going to be mad, but it's going to be your fault because you were not, you didn't plan well. So Slash, you relied on 11-year-olds to handle your, like, issues. So. They're worried about Hagrid. Ha- um, then one breakfast. Hagrid. Real quick. Oh, um, yeah, Ron goes. Wonder what it's like to have a peaceful life, which is like, that's cute and it's sarcastic, but half of this is your fault. You don't really sure. have to be struggling. Anyway, you can go. Sorry. Well, they were struggling through their homework, and Hermione now started about making steady schedules for Harry and Ron. It was driving them nuts, which it shouldn't be, because she's going to make them for you, and then you just stick to the schedule, or you don't. But Right. It really shouldn't be that. It's what Bayana said. They internalize other people's issues. Like I wish him, I wish someone would try to internalize all of my neuroses. For why? Yeah, you know. Like there are other ways to support someone than to like literally be stressed out in the same way that they're stressed out. That's not helpful. I mean, I guess they or even to be, haggard, but also even like, be stressed out in a way that he's not stressed right, out. Right. That's it. exactly like he's totally. He's like this is fine. He's like <laughs> that. He's like that. Um, that meme with like the dog in the house that's on fire. <laughs> like this is fine. He's like drinking coffee. Yeah. Pretty much Hagrid at all times. So then, one breakfast time, Hagrid brought Harry another note from Hagrid. It was he had written only two words: "It's hatching." Ron wants to skip her biology and go straight down to the hut. Hermione wouldn't hear of it. Hermione, how many times in our lives are we going to get to see a dragon hatch? That's real. We've got lessons. We'll get into trouble, and that's nothing to what Hagrid's going to be in when someone finds out what he's doing. That's Shut also up, real. What's Harry actually whispered. Time out. That's so funny because I wrote like. The, the Ron one, I was like, exactly. And then after Hermione, I was like, you right. So my, like, my desire for a dragon and my, her, like, innate Hermione-ness is, like, they were worn out in that moment. It's cool. I'm good. Harry whispered, shut up. Malfoy was only a few, a few feet away. He stopped dead. How much had he heard? Harry didn't, like, look on Malfoy's face at all. Of course, mouth like, of all things. Malfoy. But also, it's like, there's something about 11-year-olds, too. It's just, like, mind your business. It reminds me why I don't, like... 11-year-old. Like well, middle schoolers They're the worst. are actually, like, like, literally the worst. They're little Hitlers. They're, li- like, 11 to 13? Nah. I have, like, a bunch of cousins, or, like, who are, like, my sister's age. Um, 16, not 3. <laughs> um, so they're a curious age, and when they were in 8th grade, I, like, literally told all of them, I was like, I don't mess with y'all. I love you, I don't mess with you, come see me again next year. And then that happened, and I love them again. But for, like, that, and because there were, like, a couple of them, it was like, yeah, there were, like, at least three, or, like, maybe four, and I was like, you know what, y'all, like, little drama thing that you got going on, I can't, 
I'm in a different space now. <laughs> y'all are toxic. <laughs> you guys, like, you guys y'all laugh, but I'm pretty sure that that was word for word what Bayana told a group of 11 and 12 year olds. I'm in oh, no, like, different space. I now. was like, no, I wouldn't say I'm because I've but literally. But I did tell them I was like, nah, I, I can't mess with y'all, and they respected that, which was kind of funny. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're kind of the worst. I was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I've literally heard her try to reason with Aminata. A Not try. I've literally reasoned with her, and that's why she's as great as she is and smart. I'm not the only reason. That was. The I was gonna. Reason. I was gonna. <laughs> She pointed to herself, no, and I was like... No, but, like, literally, I always read that, because that's just the way, like, people talk to babies like they're, like, remedial, but if you have straight talks with them, they understand. At least I, just, even if they don't get the word. No. I was teaching her how to say intransigent today. I'm really excited. I can't wait till she uses it in a sentence. I am not talking that's about that. I hard. talk to her like she's no, a capable talks like her, person. I, know. I do how I she is. I do. But, but it works. When a three-year-old is tired and wants to go to sleep, Bayana will say, I know that you're exhausted, but we're not getting anything accomplished with this behavior. It's not false. We're not. Because she's running around screaming and throwing herself on the ground. Just go to sleep. It's real easy. I do it every night. Like, come on. Okay, we're going to move along. And in the past couple weeks, she's been doing it too. See, it works. It don't work with you over here. She's right, but, but again, you're not talking to her the way I'm talking to her. She's making fun of me for how I talk to Aminata, but I have been tested in battle, apparently, in the last three years since she's been alive. It works. I had a theory. So, Ron and Hermione argued all the way to her apology. When the bell sounded, they ran, they dropped their trowels at once and hurry to the through the grounds to the end of the forest. And I always thought drop trowel. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the first time it's been used like literally. Right. <laughs> um so the egg was lying on a table. There were deep cracks in it. Something was moving inside. A funny clicking noise was coming from it. They all drew their chairs up to the table and watched with bated breath. All at once there was a scraping noise and the egg split open. The baby dragon flopped into the table. It wasn't exactly pretty. Harry thought it looked like a crumpled black umbrella. That is such a good, like, description. Yeah, and especially when you think about babies when they're first born. They look they're, weird. Ugh. You see they're like, that's a baby. <laughs> and then, like, they fill out and then they're cool. But, like, mm-hmm. babies initially are, like, weird. And then they do that peeling nonsense. Oh, my God. That was weird. I told, like, I told, I told my auntie. We used to call Ami Gollum, to be honest. Like, <laughs> pretty. Because her fingers are really long, but then they're also super skinny when she was first born. And they were peeling, and it was weird. And she would point. Yep. She still does that. <laughs> but, like, her hands are like real <laughs> hands now, so it's not creepy. <laughs> I told my aunt, I was like, I'm sure she's beautiful, but. <laughs> Can't tell. Let's give it a minute. I think you let her. I think you let her out too long. I think she still needed to cook. I love how we're explaining. We're like comparing. I mean, not the two dragon, <laughs> but that's real though. It's real. Like, I mean, you know, what can you do? Isn't he beautiful? Hagrid murmured. Bless him. He knows his mummy. Hagrid is as it snapped at Hagrid's fingers, showing pointed fangs. Hagrid, how fast do Norwegian Ridgebacks grow exactly? And Hagrid was about to answer, but the color drained from his face. What's the matter? Someone was looking through the gap in the curtains. It's a kid. He's running back up to the school. Malfoy, 
had seen the dragon. I wrote, stay in your lane. I feel like this is like pretty much the entire motto of this book is stay the fuck in your lane. Dursleys need to stay in their lane. Hagrid needs to stay in his lane. Harry, Ron, Hermione, Malfoy, Snape, Quirrell. Everybody just do your jobs and just like chill. Chill out. Let's all have a moment to be so thankful that Viana did not write Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Why? It would have been so boring. (laughs) Harry, you're a wizard. I am. Awesome. Awesome. And then Harry went to Hogwarts. And he went to class. And class was fun. And he learned magic. And then the summer came. That's probably not, I probably, you know what I mean, it'd probably be like crazy as fuck too, but like we were talking about, obviously it's yeah. all for plot and like, of course, like, I know. we can just say, why are they doing this? Because it makes the story better, of course, but also stay in your lane. I feel like these are, at this point, like they're real people. They are. So, I mean like they were up before, but what I'm saying is like, now it's like they're they're making these decisions. Like obviously Joe wrote this and she made technically made decisions for them, but yeah. they're making these decisions and they need to like deal with them and stop being ridiculous. Alright, so Malfoy's face the next week made Harry, Ron, and Hermione very nervous. They spent most of their free time in Hagrid's hut trying to reason with them. Just let him go, set him free. I can't, he's too little, he'd die. They looked at the dragon. He had grown three times in length in just a week. Smoke kept furling out of its nostrils. Hagrid hadn't been doing his gamekeeping duties because the dragon was keeping him so busy. There are empty brandy bottles and chicken feathers all over the floor. Again, planning. For example, we have Planned Parenthood. It's how you plan your family, right? We have this thing called family planning. Hagrid did not plan at all. Like, come on now. If you're going to have a dragon, you need to have a plan so that you are not shirking your responsibilities and having 11-year-olds worry about your life. Also, totally not on that brand anymore. That, that too. Talk to Dumbledore. Dumbledore probably doesn't give a fuck because he's Dumbledore and he does what he wants. Also really random, as it made me think of, like, the Game of Thrones dragons and how they, like, seem to take hella long to grow and Daenerys was, like, hella impatient. But maybe they're not the same dragons. But still, it was just funny. That's random. I just made me wonder, like, how quickly those dragons grow. But also, she's trying to, like, have, like, she's trying to conquer whole nations, whereas, like, Hagrid's just trying to have a dragon. So. I'm on a Daenerys tip, not the Hagrid tip. That's all. Hagrid decided to call him Norbert. He really knows me now. Watch. Norbert. Norbert. Where is mummy? He's lost his marbles. <laughs> but yeah, so true. Good. Why can't you be dad? <laughs> is this, like, an Oedipus? Like, well, is this, like, my I mother mean, wasn't around? So, then... Maybe he just—he's down. He wants. Maybe he just wants to be a mom. Let him be a mom. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like he wants to be. I don't know. Well, no, I don't want to get. I don't want to go into it. Um, I know I can't keep him forever, but I just can't dump him. Harry suddenly turned to Ron. Charlie, you're losing it too," said Ron. "I'm Ron. Remember?" That was a Ravenclaw moment for Harry, and Ron ruined it. <laughs> But Ron was just like, like why all, would, all why would Harry call you Charlie if he doesn't even know Charlie? Like, come on, Ron. Ron's like, all you motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, he's pretty much like, he's over it. it. He's, he's done. Like, he's like, I can't. He's like, I'm anymore. standing in a wooden house. He was with like, a I saw a dragon. dragon for the first time, and it was awesome the first time, and now I'm stressed out, losing hair, turning gray. Like, y'all, I'm 11. Charlie, your brother in Romania, studying dragons. Could we send Norbert to him? Charlie can take care of him and put him back in the wild. Brilliant, said Ron. How about it, Hagrid? 
in the end, Hagrid agreed that they could send the elder, an elder Charlie to ask him. Um, so the following week dragged by. Um, Wednesday night find, found Hermione and Harry sitting alone in the common room long after everyone else had gone to bed. Ron appears out of nowhere with uh, pulling off Harry's invisibility cloak, and he has a bite from... Well, he had been helping to feed Norbert, but, like, why? I'm, to, I'm not totally getting why he was... Because it's dangerous. No, 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 like, why was Ron down there, like, with, like, helping Hagrid? Because I think they're taking shifts now, because it's, like... So they're just, like... We can't just all Hagrid. be gone all the time at Hagrid's, because we have shit to do, but Hagrid can't do this on his own. So we're going to take why shifts. is that falling on 11-year-olds? Again, and this is not their fault. It's that This is Hagrid's fault. He should leave. He should be like, nah. Like, the, the idea about Charlie was, like, cool, and then Hagrid should be the one who's coordinating that. Like, maybe Ron can, you know, when you send emails and you send, like, introductory emails and shit, and you're like, hey, meet this person. They can help you out. Great. I'm backing the fuck off. That's what should be happening. And it's not. And Hagrid is pretty much letting these 11-year-olds handle his entire, like, situation and I know he doesn't have an invisibility cloak, but somehow he should be able to, he should, like, take responsibility. Sure. And he is not. And that's irritating. And, so, then, and then it bites him, like. The dragon, that dragon's the most horrible animal I've ever met. By the way, by the way, Hagrid goes on about it, you'd think it was a fluffy little bunny rabbit. When it bit me, he told me off for frightening it. And when I left, he was singing it a lullaby. Again, this is not how I would handle a dragon, I'm just saying. Anyway. Um, Hedwig returns with Charlie's answer. Um, basically, Charlie's like, yeah, we can do that. It's illegal, so we gotta be stealth. Basically, like, why do we rarely see Charlie? Like, he came through so, like, clutch in this, like, chapter. And, like, in this book in general. He's, he's way more in this book, I realize, than, like, anything else, and we still don't ever, like, see him. Yeah. Um, but he's hella clutch. Shout out to Charlie. Um, so, things. He says, dear Ron, which is kind of weird. Um, it's just kind of formal. Yeah. Um, but then you can kind of tell from Charlie's letter that he's very attractive. And so <laughs> then... Robin. He's like, I think the best thing to do is send him over with some friends of mine that are coming to visit me next week. Like, he's popular, and, like, he's got friends that are going to come. So she low-key has a crush on this bro who and you never actually see in real life. Like, or really know who he is. It's cool. He's redhead. I get it. But she was over here, like, passing out, I can't, with Bionna because of her dragons, and she's, like, lusting after this, like, very vague fictional character. And he's, like, love Charlie. Alright. I know. I feel like I'm cheating on Bill right now. I'm sorry, Bill. Okay. So, I just, he's mysterious, you know? Nope. I just want to get to know him more. Nope. I don't know. That's cool. I just don't know. Alright. Um, we've got the invisibility cloaks in Harry. It shouldn't be too difficult. I think the cloak's big enough to cover two of us and Norbert. It was a mark of how bad the last week had been that the other two agreed that anything to get rid of Norbert and Malfoy. Which, Loki, though, shout out to Malfoy, because I would totes just torture people, because I know you got a legal, you got a legal dragon. I don't think, I wouldn't snitch, I'd just, yeah. Torture. I might be like, huh. Hmm. We both know, we all know what we know. We both know, and rumors only grow. Right. <laughs> But we both no. know what, what we, we know. know. Pretty much. That's pretty much Malfoy right now. He's a southern motherfucking Democratic Republican. Can we just take a quick second to be like, how dare Lin-Manuel Miranda make that line so Super fierce? Raw, but like, you hate them? But you can't, I can't be on the, I can't be on the train being like, southern motherfucking Democratic Republican! Because I'm in San Francisco, Bay Area. 
And also... They all sucked. They all sucked. So, that's weird. Democratic Republicans... Luckily, I work from home, so I don't have that issue. <laughs> you don't even feel a little dirty about it when, when you do it at home? No. Because I, I know how I really feel. But that line is fire. So, so fire. So, just kind of let it, let it go. Like... Let sometimes you just say like sometimes I rap I'd be like saying rap lyrics and I know it's trash but it sounds fire who gives a fuck it's what it is I'm in the moment alright so they um have a hitch Ron's bitten hand had swollen to twice its usual size he didn't know whether it was safe to go to Madame Pomfrey would she recognize the dragon bite by the afternoon though he had no choice the cut had turned a nasty shade of green it looked as if Norbert's fangs were poisonous. Um, this is the point where I crossed Norwegian Ridgeback off of my list of dragons that I want. The Peruvian Viper Tooth was, all, Viper Tooth was already gone because they create dragon pox. Nor, Norwegian Ridgeback, I'm cool off them. They're kind of low-key racist. Like, no, just I just because uh, just because uh, they're poisonous. No, just because the Peruvian Viper Tooth was gives you dragon they pox don't where give you. you. No, but that's where it came from. But that doesn't mean that the one that you would get would have dragon pox. That's like being well, like, I have to do more. I, I have to like look at it, look it up more. But like, or I mean, I do you look, though? They probably have to. She probably have to like put more on power more about it. But that's where it originated. I, uh, so I feel like you most likely could possibly get dragon pox. I just don't want to take that risk. There are lots of other dragons out in the world. They don't even have to be from the Harry Potter universe. Harry and Hermione rushed up to the ho- hospital wing. To find Ron in a terrible state. Ron's not just my hand, although that feels like it's about to fall off. Malfoy told Madame Pomfrey he wanted to borrow one of my books so he could come and have a good laugh at me. He keeps threatening her to tell her what really bit me. I told her it was a dog, but I don't think she believed me. I shouldn't have hit him at the Quidditch match. That's why he's doing it. It'll all be over at midnight on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Um, and then, of course... Midnight on Saturday, he said in a hoarse voice. Oh no, oh no, I've just remembered. Charlie's letter is in that book Malfoy took. Now he, he's gonna know what, uh, we're getting rid of Norbert. Okay, why so why did, why did you actually allow Malfoy to take a book? Why didn't you burn that letter? Like, why would it be in the book? You know when it's happening, like, you don't really need the letter, shouldn't be in the book, Malfoy should have never been anywhere. Like, he could use that as an excuse, but then, like, you're never going to see that book back, period, anyway. So why even give it to him? Like, I just... None of that made sense. I get it. It's for the plot. Just, you're not being very smart. Well, it's too late to change the plan now, Harry told Hermione. We haven't got time to send Charlie another owl, and this could be our only chance to get rid of Norbert. We'll have to risk it. And we've got the invisibility cloak. He doesn't know about that. They found Fang, the the boarhound, sitting outside with the bandaged tail... When they all went up to tell Hagrid, who opened a window, I won't let you in. Norbert's at a tricky stage. Nothing I can't handle. Which is, like, a little bit responsible. Sort of. Um, They told him about Charlie's letter. His eyes filled with tears, even though that might have been because Norbert had just bitten him on the leg. (laughs) Oh, all right. He's only got my boot. He's just playing. He's only a baby, after all. The baby banged its tail on the wall, making the windows rattle. Um, Harry and Hermione walked back to the castle, feeling Saturday could become enough. So, they would have felt sorry for Hagrid when the time came for him to say goodbye to Norbert if they hadn't been so worried about what they had to do. Again, they are 11. Hagrid is really putting all of this in the hand, like, putting the responsibility on some 11-year-olds. One of them is already in the hospital wing. Like, he's just totally not being responsible at all. Hagrid had Norbert packed and ready in a large crate. He's got lots of rats and some brandy for the journey. 
And I packed his teddy bear in case he gets lonely. Ha- again, I lo- like, Haggard's cool. He has really weird expectations of, like, magical creatures, though. Like, of creatures in general, though. Like, I, that's, like it's a, not just dragons. I mean, like, you, like... Like, puppies rip apart teddy bears. Right. Like, why would you give a... Why would you give an animal a an animal. teddy bear? Like, they're not about to... Cu- it's not a baby. Like, it's not, like, yeah. someone who's like, oh, my God, it's so cute. I can't actually rip apart because I'm weak. Like, nah. It's, like, an animal. And they don't have opposable thumbs, so right. they have to grab it with their mouth. Right. And eventually, that's going to have stuffing coming out of it. Anyway. Um, inside the crate came ripping away the sound to Harry like the teddy was having its head torn off. Bye-bye, Norbert. Hagrid sobbed as Harry and Hermione covered the crate with the invisibility cloak and stepped underneath it themselves. Mummy will never forget you. My God. My God, man. Pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they go up to the tower um, on their way up. They, they see Professor McGonagall in a tartan robe and hairnet, that's an image, who um, have who has uh, Malfoy by the ear. Detention, she shouted, and 20 points from Slytherin. Wandering around in the middle of the night, how dare you? You don't understand, Professor. Harry Potter's coming. He's got a dragon. What utter rubbish. Don't you dare touch, tell such lies. Come on, I shall see Professor Snape about you, Malfoy. What would be hilarious is if they, like, this is, like, obviously... This is more of a Fred and George thing to do, or, like, Marauders. If they had hella, like, told that whole ass thing, and then got Malfoy in trouble, and they were really, like, asleep up in their room. That would be hilarious. That would be great. That would be great. But, no. But, of course not, because... They are going up a steep spiral staircase, holding a dragon between them. Hermione did a sort of jig. Malfoy's got detention. I could sing. Don't, Harry advised her. Chuckling about Malfoy, they waited, Norbert thrashing about in his crate. Four broomsticks came swooping down out of the darkness... Charlie's friends were a cheery lot. They showed Harry and Hermione the harness they rigged up so they could suspend Norbert between them. They all helped buckle Norbert safely into it. And then Harry and Hermione shook hands with the others and thanked them. At last, Norbert was going, going, gone. Um, they slipped back down the spiral staircase. They're all excited because they don't have a dragon. Malfoy's in detention. What else could happen? Um, but they run into Filch. And he goes, you can say it. Well, well, well. We are in trouble. Is he like the Queen of England with that? The anyway, royal we. they left the invisibility cloak on top of the tower. How? One, of course they did because of a plot. How? Two, how would you forget the invisibility cloak? Because come on out, it's like the entire point of the entire thing. Three. How? Three, it does kind of make sense in a way because that's like how they're just so like eventually like they've gotten so used to like winning all the time and to like not having lazy. any consequences to their actions. They pretty much got lazy and then it like they're just like, well shit, that's it. Also though And they just, I mean at some point they deserve to like I feel like this particular time they didn't necessarily deserve to get in trouble, but it like catches up to you at a certain point. Yes. Where it's like, what are you gonna do? You can't, you can't always win. No. You can't stay you winning. You can't win. You can't break even and you can't get out of the game. Robin hasn't seen The Wiz because she's crazy and so she hasn't actually seen that song. She doesn't know what I'm singing. That is a Michael Jackson song that you don't know. What is wrong with your life? I know that song. No, There's such a thing as a soundtrack so you don't have to actually watch. But that's like the best part of the entire movie. We're not going to talk about this. I can't He's believe you haven't seen the Wiz, but it's great. Scarecrows are scary. It's cool. 
The Wizard of Oz freaks me out. Why would I want to see a remake of The Wizard of Oz where my favorite person in the world plays something that utterly scares the shit out of me? Because maybe he'll stop you from being afraid because he's awesome and it's Michael Jackson. But are they still, like, dangerous, heartless, headless, straw-filled Are you afraid of it because of, like, that one Doctor Who episode? No. This this goes way back. That's cool. They're freaky. I'm not saying they're not freaky. I'm just saying it's Michael Jackson, so They're stuffed. Have you seen Thriller? Like, come on now. Scale, like, Whatever, we're not going to argue this, this. They're like clowns, though. They're like creepy. Like, they're supposed to be like, he's supposed to be happy. He's all smiling in that thing. And he's like, hey. And he's doing his dance. And he's like, I'm Michael and I'm adorable. But you're not because you got all this stuffing and straw. And it's not. And it's. Ugh. All right. Who is the real MVP? I vote Madam Pomfrey because she's on some, like, no questions asked. You're injured. I got you. I know you're doing something shady. But your hand's about to fall off. So she's pretty chill. Makes me wonder why Snake didn't go to her. But he, he's not all that smart. It's cool. Whatever. He ain't no Raven But Madame Pomfrey is pretty much, she's a real one, basically. She's a real one. Yeah. My MVP goes to Ron. He knows about the Warlocks Convention of 1709, <laughs> for one. And he just, like, He's a true, like, roll dog. Like, he's like... That's true. Hagrid. With all his faults, like, he's real. He's like... He's real. Yeah. Like, he's loyal. He's like, Hagrid, you've lost your goddamn mind. But I'm still going to... You must be out your goddamn mind if you think, I'm about to go down there and feed that dragon for you, but I am, because I'm your friend. Yeah. Damn <laughs> it. And now it bit me. Fuck my life. Yeah, pretty much. Um, who's benched? I say Hagrid. Hagrid. Because there's, like, you should, there's no way that you get yourself into a situation where you have to be saved by three 11-year-olds. There's just no way. That you, like, he just doesn't take responsibility for, like, anything in this moment, and he should have. I think the thing that they're trying to do is, like, when people, it's kind of like drugs. Like, when you're in it, and you can't see past your face because you're like so deep into something and he was so excited about getting a dragon and the opportunity to get that dragon like you said obviously didn't do any planning but he also like couldn't see like what he was making these kids do he couldn't see the danger he was putting them in he couldn't see the stupidity of the plan he didn't have a plan he saw that egg and he lost it. He went blind. He was just like, I have to have it. Consequences be damned. And I'm sure that he, like, actually I know that he feels really bad about it once it's over. But it's literally like, you know, the crackhead that's like going and stealing from their parents or stealing from their family because they just need that fix or whatever. But his fix happens to be illegal creatures. And it's not the best, I mean... Stick to fire whiskey, dude. Like, you gotta be something Yeah, it's just, like, I mean, still, like, part of it is, like... And three 11-year-olds is a 33-year-old, so... No. (laughs) I... (laughs) And, like, I get it. Part of it is, like, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, they would do... They have a thing where they, where they, like, internalize stuff, and they're nosy, and they find things out, and they're like, we have to fix this. I don't know what it is. But um, they have a thing about that. Yeah. But then even knowing that, like, 
there's just still a way. You should have. He should have never allowed them he to just, be. Again, like we were talking before, like his boundaries. He doesn't know how to like set clear boundaries, especially with like kids. Um, especially with those three kids. Especially with them specifically. So yeah, it's just kind of a problem. He should probably work on that. But I'm also you know. benching Bayana because of obvious reasons. Hashtag okay. Bayana a dragon to get fifteen. That reason, basically. That one right there. Um, this also goes back to, I just want to point this out, uh-huh. that yesterday, yesterday, Bayana did something really cool. And I was like, you're the well, best. Well, it's not yesterday, like, for them. Whatever. <laughs> the day, like, one day this week, Bayana did something, and I said, you're the best. And then I texted her in parentheses, for now. And literally, literally, (laughs) I said, I don't want to make a declarative statement without an out clause because in five minutes, I'm going to get a text message with you playing best of wives and best of women in meows. Okay. First of all, we're actually going to talk about this. We had a really short episode last week, so we can, we can afford to do this. I was at my dad's house and we had this piano that belonged to my great grandmother um, and so now it's, like, at the house, and I've been listening to Hamilton, and I, there's, like, certain, I used to play piano when I was little, I don't anymore, but I like to, like, try to play other songs, and so Best of Wives and Best of Women came on, and I was like, oh, let me try to play on the piano, it's right there, so I, like, practice and try to make sure it works, and then I recorded it, and I sent it to Robin, and she's like, this better not be, like, my Ami's cat piano, and then she tried to out me on Twitter, but I was really put a lot of work into that, and so I was very proud of it. It was, like, two notes. It wasn't even that long. And then, so, after all that, the next day, I saw Ami's cat piano, and I played Best of Wives and Best of Women on her cat piano, and I sent it to Robin, because that makes so much sense. She was trying to get at me, then I got to troll her. Anyway. So, Bayana's benched. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Next week, we'll be discussing uh, Chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. Hopefully, Bayana will have more chill. Probably not. Probably not. But, like, she be acting like she has chill. The heck? No. You were over here lusting after Charlie Weasley, the most obscure Weasley ever in life. Can we also also talk about the fact that, like, huh? Plus, also singing songs. So. Oh, damn it. I wasn't supposed to sing anymore. Yeah, see? She over here talking about me. I'm a musical spirit. It's just in me. I got the music. Just, anyway. like, not in her voice box. Everywhere except the voice box. It's cool. Stay with me, too. I'm not even... It's not even I'm it. still sick. That really hurts. Even when you weren't sick, it's not like you could sing. Ouch. We established this, like, a long time ago. I know, but you didn't On have to... On air. You didn't have to say it like that. Just... <laughs> Like the time I died and you just gave no fucks. Just I don't hurt. think it's that. I don't think it's quite it just that hurt. level. Like just cool. in my face. Like you sound like dead rabbits. Like what? Who said that? You said that. Like just rude. Anyway, <laughs> um, can we also talk about the fact that Blake Griffin has everything to make him the perfect man? He's tall. He's athletic. He's ginger. And he's black. But something about his And he's got money. <laughs> it's like God gave him everything. But he did not work he with could it. could not make it work. That's so random, but at all. Real. I was watching the Warriors Clippers game, which was amazing. Um, and it just like dawned on me. I think it does every couple of like Clippers games. Like I think I like get over it and I'm like, it's his face. 
it's okay. And he's also got, like, a good personality, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, it's fine. Not everyone's for everyone. And then again, I'm like, but I, all I want in my life is a black ginger. It's pretty much Blake Griffin, but he, but not him at the same time. And then he has a twin brother. He does. Who is twin worse? Yeah, he is. <laughs> We're horrible. I actually saw that because when I found out he had a twin, I Googled it. I'm pretty like, sure. And I was just like, mm, I'm okay. pretty sure I showed Akira and she was like, damn. And I was like, right. <laughs> Why? We ain't right. This is a problem. We just can't get um, right. All right, so next week we'll be talking about the Forbidden Forest. We're like really close to the end, y'all. Like this so is close. pretty much like after this we have three more Chop. no yeah three more chapters and then our like movie slash book recap thing. So we are and going. Then, oh, this is a good time to announce and start announcing. So we will be true. live tweeting the movie, um, and then we will do a recap. We so have, do we? Do we choose a date? I can't remember. I don't think it's so. It's a weekend or something, but I can't remember. We we'll think figure we might have chosen. We'll it. look. I think it's on our in our calendar or something. But but we'll, we'll, we'll announce next episode. We'll like have better details, but yeah, we'll have more details. But we it's want... like around Christmas, so just know sometime around Christmas you're just gonna watch Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone with us. Yes, that's cool. So everyone, get ready. Get your movies ready. We want to live tweet, and then we will do a big end of sh- end end of book podcast wrap up um wrap up podcast whatever but yes and that will kind of be our format going forward we will do the books live tweet the movie do a like big wrap wrap up up. and then go to the next one yeah so because somehow like the harry potter gods like shine or joe is smiling down upon us from wherever she is from scotland scotland and um so we started randomly and at like a very good time. Like we hit Halloween. We there was something else that happened. It was, it was like the Connor first week Moore. of November. It was Halloween. There was like just hella shit that we happened. Got tickets to Harry Potter and the so, first child. Right. So now we're like finishing this, like literally at the end of the year. And so when we start, like we're gonna start Chamber of Secrets the first week of 2016. 2016. Which is like pretty awesome and like random, but it worked and that's great. And we're so excited that you guys have joined us and been on this journey with us. And tell your friends, and tell your friends' friends, and tell your friends' mamas, because, you know, they like Harry Potter, too. I don't know what I'm saying. Good night. No. It's not night. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> um, oh. Be sure to, oh, real quick, yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. Um, make sure to read and follow along if you want to join the conversation on Twitter. I don't know if I said this already, but you can at us at We Black and Nerds. I just like made the ass sign with my finger. Whatever, I talk with my hands. Um, <laughs> hashtag Wizard Team. Um, if you have any like comments, whatever, let us know let who us you know. think is the real MVP, real MVP, and who was benched. In our last recap, we'll figure out a way to like decide who's like the winner and loser of the um. Of the book. book. We're going to probably just do like a little counting, but some of y'all made some weird choices. So. But then also like, but I, they're don't, great I don't to know hear. necessarily if, I thought like as we've been doing it, like I don't know if there's someone who like, oh, like I wonder if there's going to, after the whole thing, and this may not happen, if there's like a specific, because I feel like the Dursleys so far have lost the most in this book, but they're so far in the beginning yeah. that there's so many other things that happen that like, can they really win, like lose the entire book? Maybe they can. Maybe. We'll figure out how that works. But, um, yeah, so I was just wondering. We'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. 
Anyway, just let us know. Follow us um, individually at Yana, Y-A-N-A, underscore Hallows, like Deathly, at Robin, underscore Ravenclaw, like what Harry is not. Um, <laughs> we are on Facebook, Black Girls Nerd Out. Check out our blog, blackgirlsnerdout.com. And thank you guys so much for listening. Also, Norwegian Ridgeback. Ha, ha, ha. Dumbledore claps. have just in the back of my hand. You can't hear it, but it's happening. Music. Greater magic than all we do here.